Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Bedrock City Presents Uncanny Universe Podcast. And on this week's episode, we are talking about Madam Web, the new film from Marvel, well, from uh, Sony, uh, connected to Marvel. We're going to go ahead and get this thing going. Hey, everyone, this is Dylan. This is Nick. And I'm Michael. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, we will be talking about Madam Web. Um, finally. Uh, finally. I, the the yeah. wait is over, lads. We made it. Um, but we will be spoiling it. Do, don't, uh, so be, be forewarned. We will be spoiling the movie in segment three. Uh, we will not be talking about any Madam Web spoilers. If you care about them, there's plenty of things to spoil, I suppose. Um, I mean, sure. Yeah. sure. You know, yeah, sure. in a way like there is, <laughs> I mean, there's, there's, there's a plot. Uh huh. Yes. Um, but yeah, anyway, uh, we won't, we'll spoil, we won't spoil any of it until we get through Dylan's news. Dylan, what you got? All right, I'll kick us off with some uh, comic book news. Um, it's it's X Men related, of course. I have a couple X Men stories this week, but um, Marvel Comics their solicitations came out for May, and it confirmed kind of like what we already suspected. What they've been hinting at is that all the titles are being canceled. Um, the Age of Krakoa is coming to an end after five long years or five years. Um, X Men, X Men Forever, Cable, Wolverine, etc. They're all ending. And then they'll have some kind of grand finale issue of X Men in June, and I think we all know they have an announcement now. Well, we all know like we specifically, all know but that means the summer yeah. will get a line wide relaunch um, to line up with Deadpool, Wolverine, and introducing the new X Men. Yes, yeah, and X and the X Men ninety seven show. I think it's all gonna the synergy will be there, the MCU synergy. But I think I know Nick and I have like a little bit different opinions on this. <laughs> I. I'm kind of in favor for it. I kind of hate relaunches. I was just complaining about a different relaunch today to Nick also, but I'm kind of like in the mood for a refresh with X-Men, so I'm okay with it. But what do, what do y'all think about it? I mean, I'm all for like a refresh, but like, why not keep the Krakoa thing as it? Just let it just let it be like the new Westchester. Why go back to Westchester? I've read enough X-Men comics with Westchester. That's where I'm at. Maybe, maybe they'll keep it as like a different base you know Maybe i would like yeah, x-force there or something i would actually like it to be parallel like when they did a regenesis and my gosh i think it was like 2012 where there was like the cyclops people on utopia and utopia the people on uh, the gene gray school yeah that's that's my ultimate preferred because everyone gets what they want so instead <laughs> of san francisco we get krakoa that works. yes michael are you gonna um, do you care no, I, to me, it doesn't matter. Um, I think we're long past the age of um, getting upset over reboots and relaunches. Like that's that that cat's I'm out not. of the bag. The horse is out of the barn, dog. Like <laughs> you, you just got to learn how to live with it and accept it. As long as the stories are good, I don't really care. Okay, I am over it, but there was a particularly egregious one today that I was complaining about. Okay, they canceled Scarlet Witch. And now this new, <laughs> they relaunched it with Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver. Yes. Number one is out. It's the same creative yeah. team, same writer and same artist from the tail end of Scarlet Witch run. And now they announced today that that's ending with number four and regular solo Scarlet Witch is coming back. She's with back. a new number one with the same writer still. It's all the same title. I know. It's just a four issue story arc. It's like, oh, for these next four that's... issues, Quicksilver is going to be teaming up. And it's a team up arc. Same <laughs> cover artist, that. same writer. Scarlet Witch, that's Scarlet Witch team up. Bad. Yeah, no, that that that's really that's really lame. <laughs> I mean, I got three I got no titles in a one year span <laughs> is a little little wild, but yeah, that's no good. Absolutely, but I'm excited for a relaunch. I hope they just keep the. I mean, I agree because I think as cool as this Hickman stuff had been, you know, the stuff that you know he laid out, it's it has become a little inaccessible for some folks. You know, it's yeah. it's it's really you've had to have read a lot of x-men you had to, i really think you can't just start reading it now so i don't entirely i don't entirely disagree i mean despite it being like the end of benjamin percy's x-force run like that is the one book that i feel like had been consistently good and like really concise from arc to arc there's overarching stuff obviously but i feel like if you at least start with part one of any arc of that book then you could get into it like i feel like it still can be done in this day and age it's just not there's just not a lot of as much effort into it, unfortunately. True. Um, okay, well, I think this is all like 
it's it is the nineties nineties ification or whatever of of X Men, and that's because yeah. the X Men ninety seven show is coming out soon. We got our first trailer. Yes, this week. Yeah, and everybody's excited. Um, first trailer, first poster. It's the Marvel Studios Disney Plus X Men ninety seven show. Uh, the trailer confirmed that it picks up right where it left off in the season five, five seasons maybe of the nineties cartoon. Um. We got to look at the animation style, which everyone has been speculating about. It's kind of like CG masked to look 2D, which is pretty interesting. Um, what did y'all think of the trailer? I thought it looked, I thought it looked super good. Oh, it looks great. Um, I must say that I am proud of my X Men and their developments in the future. <laughs> you know what, Professor Xavier? <laughs> you're. It's pretty good. It, you're unlucky that he's not in the show, or he might be. But I think they should call you up if that actor's dead. He might be. Who knows? X Men never say die, Dylan. It's <laughs> it's so bad <laughs> in the best way. Um, it's camp, Dylan. It just like Madam <laughs> Web. Yeah. More on that more later. later. Yeah, yeah, more on that later. Yeah, more on that later. Uh, I like the music. I I like the animation. I think it looks. Uh, bad in a good way um on purpose yeah yeah it looks like yes they dropped that frame rate and everything um looks like they're doing baby cable introducing madeline uh morph is is becoming a main character and there's a lot of online controversy because morph is non-binary in the show and people are upset about that the senator the senator kelly's of twitter are very upset how dare they? Um, it's just like I feel like I yeah. see the I feel like I see that X Men is not political argument every like year on Twitter. You know, it's, it's, that's my favorite. So exhausting. It's that's like, did favorite. you read it? No, like of all the comics, of all the like, comics, to yeah. say don't don't politicize. It's the X Men dog. That's what they do. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the one. No, they've never been political. I don't know what you're talking about. Hmm. I have read Look, all it, of X-Men from Giant Size X-Men number one up to the Krakoa era, and I can say that it has never been political in any way. That's Doesn't true. remind the reader to be political at all in every single issue. Yeah, yeah. all the all the storylines, like God Loves, Man Kills, it's very <laughs> apolitical. Very, nothing nothing yes. contra- controversial about that book. Um no. Mutant Rights? No. Are you, no. <laughs> are you all gonna are you all gonna watch this? This show? Yeah, I, I, I think so. I think it looks good. Yeah, it looks fun. It, I liked yeah. it when I was a kid. I I don't absolutely love. The, I I didn't I didn't watch a lot of X Men, um, the animated series as a kid. I watched it more um, as an adult. Uh, but I do like it, and I'm looking forward to it. And I know I'm glad everybody's really excited. It seems like everyone who sees the trailer and wasn't a, a fan of the animated series is also super into this one. Yeah, and you will you will I, be soon. <laughs> I definitely got that song, that theme song stuck in my parents' heads when I was a kid. Oh, of course, like that was like my favorite, my favorite thing. Exciting. Um, yes. Okay, we got some other big, big Marvel news. This was like on Valentine's Day. Marvel Studios uh, announced in the form of like a little Valentine's art image saying the Fantastic Forecast. Oh, that's right. Which we've like mostly stayed away from it. It. It's basically exactly what people thought it was going to be uh, with rumors and stuff like that. I think we've mostly stayed away from it because it's kind of boring to just talk about something that could be cool if it might not happen, you know? Right. Um, especially with Fantastic Four. There's been so many, I don't know, so Casting much speculation rumors. about oh, yeah. who's playing who. <laughs> but they've kind of like circled the drain of it the last year or so, and they've officially announced that Pedro Pascal is Reed Richards, Vanessa Kirby is Sue Storm, Joseph Quinn is Johnny Storm, and Evan Moss, uh, Backrock is Ben Grimm. He's okay. from he's from the Bear. He's I guess the least famous one. But Joseph Quinn is uh, wow. Eddie in wow. Stranger Things. No, I love him. He's in he's in a bunch of things. I like in Girls and stuff like that. Um, what do y'all think? Are you excited about the cast? I think it's good. Um, I I'm into it. I mean, I I think um, it's it, I don't. It's not like a super exciting cast. It just makes it it seems all fine like but, safe yeah yeah it is safe yeah but i mean if there is one i am excited for it is uh the thing because i mean cousins got the best episode of the bear i think <laughs> personally like i just want to see that but for ben Grimm, sure uh, i I'll, i would love that 
Everyone else was like, his, okay, this is fine. His Taylor Swift episode? His Taylor Swift episode, yes. Yeah. I want to see Ben Grimm just like get out. Like, I want to see this man, <laughs> this monster, but he's like singing Taylor Swift to get his growth back, you know? I'm aboard. I love him. So I, I don't know. I think the most controversial one here is Pedro Pascal, but I don't know. I think he's going to be good. Some people saying he's too old. Reed Richards is an old man. I know, yeah. right? Like, it's fine. Like, he fought, no, in, in the, the 1962 comic, he fought in World War II. Like that, that was canon at the time with Nick Fury. Yeah, he's Pedro Pascal is good casting. So, yes, go away. I agree. The image also features Herbie, which was like something. Yes, yeah. Maybe people weren't expecting, but that's really exciting. And I like Eric Andre as Herbie. Oh my god! <laughs> um, I do know that there was um, a a pretty. It's a pretty big poll, I guess, like or a big reach. But uh, the magazine that one of them's reading is mm-hmm. what is it? Uh, a Time magazine with a Life magazine with Richard Nixon on it. So, yes, yeah, basically confirming. I think that and the like just aesthetic confirms the '60s setting. I assume they're yeah. going to time travel in the movie. Yeah, naturally. Well, the Fantastic Four, no way. But I think they're going to be from the '60s. I like the retro futuristic vibes. I think that's really cool. I think it's a good way to distinguish them from other MCU movies. I don't know. And it- it's very fantastic for like that's the that's the group to do that with. Agreed. For sure. I'm excited. Well, I'm excited to see this movie in 2034 or whenever it gets filmed, <laughs> it comes out, but never. Clearly it's they didn't even take photos yet. Actually draw, <laughs> drawing it, that we got. It's a it's an MCU announcement. I mean, that's a real that's a real announcement. It's real. It's just been they announced this how long ago this movie? Like at Comic Con. Yeah, but this is like, five years ago or something. It's an announcement with a cast, though, so there's that. True. We also announced Blade, Dylan. With a cast. With, with a cast. Well, with one guy. I mean, Blade, that's all you need. <laughs> and Ken Harrington. <laughs> well, who's going to play Dracula? And Mia Goth. It has a whole cast, Nick. Okay, okay. I didn't realize that they got Mia Goth involved. All right, I did not realize that. I mean, is she still attached? Who knows? She was attached five years ago. Um, and then, a, and okay. then a couple strikes happened. Right. Yeah. Yikes. And then Mia got yeah. acted out. Okay. Um, yeah. My last story, I guess I'll do uh, some Madam Web in- like uh, information about the reception of it. It's not really like a review, obviously. That's coming later. But this is like the critical reception and the box office performance, which I think is pretty interesting because we've talked a lot about whether or not like the meme of it will help at all. Uh, I can tell you that it did not in my experience. Uh, for ticket sales, but, but those three people might have not been there had it not been a meme. It could, it, maybe it did help, like yeah, incrementally, like it moved the needle to give it the. Maybe they wouldn't have been there without the TikToks or the press. Yeah, tour. exactly. Yeah, it had a hundred million dollar budget, which okay. I don't see that. Where in the movie? Yeah, it's giving to pay for Mike Epps. <laughs> yep. $100 million budget. It opened at number two at the box office, which is the first one of the first uh, Marvel movies to do number so. Two. Number what two. Number two behind the Bob two? Marley. One Love. Oh. That one. Oh, yeah. is that what was in Dolby? Okay, because this was in IMAX and Prime, but not in Dolby. I'm like, what, what's in Dolby? Oh, it must have been that. Yeah. Um, it opened to $26 million, um, which trailed behind Morbius, which opened at $39 oh. million. So significantly less than Morbius. Woof. <laughs> It got a C plus cinema score, and cinema score I think is the most accurate because it's the one where they pull them as they're coming out. Um, but it was not the the last Marvel movie, like the lowest Marvel movie cinema score wise. Do you guys know what what was? There's something got a C minus. It's got a C plus. And it's not Morbius, I assume. It's not Morbius. No. Is it what? Lee's Hulk? No. I okay, got Eternals. Eternals. It's Fan Four Stick. Oh, Fan Four. Oh, well. Oh. Sure. Yeah. Good. Okay. I didn't even. I don't even think I, about that movie. Look, that movie exactly. doesn't exist. Okay. Like, <laughs> movie so also, utterly forgettable. Well, that's a win. It's not last. It's also not last RT score wise because it has a thirteen percent and Pin Four Stick has a nine percent. So thirteen, it's still pretty bad. <laughs> so bad. yeah, that's a win for Madam Web, in my opinion. We, we're we're all connected to her web, Dylan. Yes. It connects us all. It's a win that this came out. Like I know we're joking about like all these other movies that might not come out, but we've been saying Madam Web isn't going to come out for a really long time. You know, I like, know. Here we are. We we so, we've said on record yeah. that Madam Web was not coming out. 
but we were right about all the other Sony movies, like Silver and Black and stuff like that, you know? Although they still might. They're still coming. Remember the the, 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 the movie? movie might still happen. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's happening. <laughs> She's going to be a spy or something. Where's Rhino? Where's the Rhino movie? That one I want to see. Paul Giamatti all the time. <laughs> Bring him Go back. It. Do it. Do it up. What cursed, canceled Sony movie do y'all want to see most? <laughs> Paul Giamatti is Rhino? Yeah, yeah okay. Paul Giamatti <laughs> That's it. What about you? Um, Maybe El Muerto. I don't know. <laughs> Did it get canceled? I mean, yeah, Bad Money dropped right? out. All right, fair enough. <laughs> It might still get you know what it's Sony. It's probably still gonna get made. We'll see. I mean, what, maybe, who knows? I don't know. Not when got made. Anything can happen. You know what? You know exactly. what my my most tragic Sony cancellations are the four Beatles movies that they announced today. Those aren't happening. Oh, they are okay. All they coming out the same year. <laughs> we'll see. They better all, they better all end with the title card that says they all, they will return and the, the Beatles. Beatles will return in Sergeant Pepper. What? What are those post-credit sequences like? Like, what are what are they going to be? <laughs> God, they all grow mustaches. Each one with a different mustache. <laughs> I'm gonna throw up. Okay, Gosh. that's all my news. All right. Well, let's hear about that live sale. I bet you didn't know that we host a weekly live streaming comic sale. Dust off your old Facebook account or borrow your grandma's login. Join us every Wednesday night from seven to nine p.m. Central. Bedrock City is the only verified blue check comic store on Facebook, meaning we're better than everyone else. It also means that we're trusted to bring you brand new quality key issues, comic bundles, variants, and more every week at super affordable prices. Even if you've already spent all your money on Fortnite skins like me, you can still join just to hang out and chat comics with Kevin Austin and me. For all the details not covered here, or if your auditory processing disorder didn't allow you to comprehend anything I just said, head over to bedrockcity.com slash live to read all the details. Hashtag ad. And we are back. And before we get to my news, we're going to do our picks of the week. I'm going to go ahead and go first, and I'm picking a Marvel this week, Dylan uh, and Nick. Ooh. I'm going to adjust my, my talking points here. Um, I'm picking Ultimate Spider-Man 2. This is that first book was just absolutely crazy and you got to make sure you come down and get them because we it's, it's flying off the shelves. It's not even out yet. It's flying off the shelves. Got people calling me <laughs> all day today. Have you pre-sold out? Um, no, but we, we've got a lot of copies. So I'm, but I'm excited. I'm really excited for this series. It's been really, really popular off oh, the yeah. one issue. My pick is a graphic novel, also a Marvel. It's one that I know Nick's really excited about. It's Jean Grey Volume 1, um, <laughs> a.k.a. the only volume of it, because it's a miniseries. <laughs> art by Bernard Chang. It's, um, it picks up right after Hellfire Gala when she, when she, she croaked, um, which is kind of her thing. But this is about, like, it's a series of what-ifs, like, throughout different points in X-Men history. And it's, like, I thought it was really fun and interesting. It wasn't what I was expecting, but... I ended up really liking it, so that's my pick. Uh, I got a. I've also got a Marvel book. I guess. I guess for cool. the Marvel boys, make ours Marvel. It's all. It's all sorts of Marvel this week. Uh, Incredible Hulk number nine is coming out, and I've talked about this on the Instagram post back when I was working over at Watch. Like this book is awesome. It's. It is every is the same sort of vibe as Immortal Hulk was, but it is going not as like a meditation on like duality and all of that it's more about like yeah but what if it was like a b movie like what if roger corman made the immortal hulk that's what oh, this run has been fantastic and nick klein yeah nick klein's on the art it's great and who's writing it again off, uh philip kennedy johnson okay uh, they great. just wrapped up yeah he's great and they just wrapped up an arc uh where he was in new mexico and there was like a ghost rider that was like uh that was only like possessed in the motorcycle like there wasn't like a host body and it would only uh show up when a town was in danger I love it. Roger Corman's incredible Hulk, basically. Just, I, just I love that. I love that uh, description. Yeah, so. no, I, saw, I, I saw I saw the look in your eyes. You're like, oh, Roger oh, Corman. Roger Corman. Bean okay. Movie. I love bad movies. Uh, shout out to our <laughs> review in the next segment. Um, anyway, <laughs> um, moving on to my news. Um, we got some Blade Runner news. Um, looks oh. like seven years after uh, we saw 2049, uh, we're we're finally getting some more Blade Runner content. Uh, Deadline is reporting that Jonathan Van Tullican, who is a name I don't know, he did he directed some episodes of Shogun. 
um, is going to be coming uh, out with Blade Runner 2099. I'm sorry. So yeah, 2099. Um, I, I had to check myself. I was like, is the Miguel O'Hara one? Um, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say Miguel yeah. O'Hara. But, but this is coming and to Amazon. Excited. Yeah, this is coming to Amazon. Yes. And um, Ridley Scott is on board, of course, as an executive producer. Um, it's sure. 50 years later than, than Denny Villeneuve's movie. And don't know much about plot, of course, in this, um, but I'm super excited for a Blade Runner series, although it's Amazon Prime, so it'll get no promotion and then fall, you know, yeah. fade away. I remember Electric Dreams, the dude, uh, I love the series. series. Yeah, we, yeah, we nobody, reviewed it, nobody watched it. We reviewed it, did? yes, yeah, that, wow, and and I gotta I got go back years then because that was a while ago, yeah, we reviewed it, and I remember like we all really liked it. Um, yeah, and I thought that they missed an opportunity though. Is that, that what they should have done? Is they should have done an adaptation of Do Android's Dream of Electric Sheep as the book, though, not like Blade Runner because it's so they're so totally different. Yeah, I thought that would have been cool, but anyway, so that's something to look out for. We'll tell you more about this. I'm sure you'll be getting tape on your Amazon boxes that tell you about this in a couple of months. Um, and that's what makes everyone want to watch something. No, exactly, the, 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 yeah, the garbage that I throw away, yeah. Yeah, okay. it'll be like a wheel of time situation where like no one's watching and it just keeps going you know or, it could be like that i've got you know or like man in high castle right because that ran for many many seasons yeah. i feel like beyond, that was the longest show actually beyond promotion like who's watching this just to making this okay um all right now i've got a piece of news here that uh is my last piece of news and everything else is a trailer so we've got we've got a team up dylan and nick we got we got a team up happening um, looks like Yorgos Lantimos is going to yes. be directing the Ari Aster produced film Save the Green yes. Planet, which is a remake of the of a yes. of a movie that I've never seen. Um, have you seen it, Nick? I assume you have not. I, I have not, but it looks gorgeous, and I want to. <laughs> it's a 2003 um, Korean movie, and the the description of the Korean film is now keep. I'm going to read this to you, and I want you to keep in mind Yorgos Lantimos. And Ari Aster, okay? Um, Byung-gu believes Earth is on the verge of an alien invasion and that he's the only one who can save it. With his loyal girlfriend's help, he kidnaps and brutally tortures corporate execs and politicians he believes to be aliens in disguise. It's gonna be a, so good. a complete genre mashup from sci-fi to comedy to horror with paranoia and extreme violence. Save the Green Planet is full of shocking moments and unexpected twists. Um, so this got announced by Variety last week that uh, Ari Aster is producing this remake and Yorgos is on board to direct it. And I am through... I'm, I'm over the moon. This is great. This is everything I want. Absolutely. Yeah. You gonna see this one, Dylan? Sounds like a cool premise. I don't... I mean, maybe I'll watch the original first. I'm kind of like... I, I want to know where I can watch it. Like, I'm kind of over the a, remake thing, but... Well, yeah, but it's like a two... It's a 20-year-old Korean movie that no one here has ever heard of you know except for those two guys right i mean no one over no one over here i should say it is not available to stream anywhere so you're on your own um okay it's not as bad as like isn't like david fincher doing a squid game american squid Game? that's so dumb that's that's a problem that needs to be stopped squid game you can still watch on netflix it's not they still sell costumes for it at spirit halloween (laughs) like you got the pops right come on yeah we got the pops Speaking of Ari Aster, um, we got a trailer for a movie called Sasquatch Sunset. Um, the the tagline on Bloody Disgusting is um, Ari Aster produced the demented Sasquatch movie you need to see. Um, here is the description of the film. In the misty forests of North America, a family of Sasquatches, probably the last of their enigmatic kind, embark on an absurdist journey. I'm sorry, embark on an absurdist, epic, hilarious, and ultimately poignant journey over the course of one year. These shaggy and noble giants fight for survival as they find themselves on a collision course with the ever-changing world around them. Starring Riley Keogh and Jesse Eisenberg. Uh, What? And this trailer, this trailer is wild. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It, It definitely gives Ari Aster produced. So it's directed by um, David and Nathan Zellner, who did uh, Kumiko, the treasure hunter, which I never saw. But apparently they are renowned filmmakers. So 
there's that. What what does y'all think about this? Dylan, I'll throw it to you first. This is one of the ones that uh, was only in person at Sundance, and I was kind of bummed about it. Oh, and like when bummer. you're selecting those, you only see an image. So I was like, I want to watch this Sasquatch movie. I had no idea that Ari Aster had anything to do with it. But oh, wow. um, based on the trailer, I'm super hyped for it. I don't know. It looks it it look it could be really bad. stupid. It, but but it looks it looks so stupid that it might be good. You know what I mean? Like, yes, I feel like they're 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 selling you something different in the trailer than what you're gonna get. Absolutely, I I just want them to like I want one of them to find a saxophone. That's all I want. Right. Like uh, you know, just put a little bit of sax watch uh, content in there. You know, that's all I want. I I feel like <laughs> this has Bo is afraid level of uh potential here. Like Nick and I have talked about it uh personally. About how yep. I'll never see a movie like that in theaters ever again. I feel like like <laughs> that that truly outrageous and just uh, so Bo is exactly. afraid about everything. I'll never like, see it again. Somebody let you make this? Like, and I love it. Like, I love that. Exactly. Like, yeah, I that's love a five that star film. Is it the best movie I've ever seen? Yeah. Absolutely not. But it's a five star film. It's a five star film. Absolutely. Um, and I think Sasquatch Sunset has that possibility. It also might just be <laughs> stupid. I don't know. It could go either way. Well, with um, the way that trailer starts, it's like a sentence that starts with like one word that's all caps and the rest is like lowercase letters. Right. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, moving on. I have a couple more trailers to get to. We got a trailer for another neon movie. We've been, I feel like it's been the neon podcast lately. Um, a neon movie called Cuckoo coming out to theaters May 3rd. And the plot is as follows. Reluctantly, 17-year-old Gretchen leaves her American home to live with her father, who has just moved into a resort in the German Alps with his new family. Arriving at their future residence, they are greeted by Mr. Coing, uh, her father's boss, who takes an inexplicable interest in Gretchen's mute half-sister Alma. Something doesn't seem right in this tranquil vacation paradise. Gretchen is plagued by strange noises and bloody visions until she discovers a shocking secret that also concerns her own family. And yeah, the film's tagline is adolescence needs to be trained. I got mm. none of that from the trailer. But Me neither. Let, let's go for it. Me <laughs> like, neither. Like, wait, right. What? Well, it was I, just like a quick little teaser. Sure. Neon, neon always. I, guess, but like I, I could not even possibly get anything from that. From well, that yeah, because the, the trailer, the, the teaser is just someone walking through a door and then a scary face, basically. <laughs> yeah. Um, and now, but I will say neon has been absolutely killing it with trailers and promotion. And I thought the trailer was really cool. Um, yeah. it, it doesn't give me any of that. Like you said, um, <laughs> but what do you think Dylan about this trailer? I'm super excited. I've been, this movie has been on my radar for a while because it has Hunter Schaefer and Jessica Henwick and Dan Stevens. I love all three of them. So, yeah. um, I think it had some kind of festival premiere already and people seem to like it. So, I don't know. Um, any elevated horror, good or bad, I'm I'm all about. I hate the word elevated, but right. I don't know. You know what uh, I mean. It is also Spidey. worth yeah. noting that uh, it was shot on 35 millimeter. Oh, you were going to say iPhone? No, um, it was definitely. Oh, my stuff is messed up there. Okay. Uh, yeah. Anyway, we got another trailer. Moving on for. Love Lies Bleeding, the new A24 movie. So we're moving on from Diet A24 to A24. I know it's not Diet A24. I, <laughs> I think it is. Um, anyway, uh, for this movie called Love Lies Bleeding, a revenge thriller from Rose Glass, who you would know from St. Maud. Um, and the description here is reclusive gym manager Lou falls hard for Jackie, an ambitious bodybuilder headed through town to Las Vegas in pursuit of her dream. But their love ignites violence, pulling them deep into the web of Lou's criminal family. Uh, now, this is a uh, trailer number two. Uh, we did get one a while back, but this one I think is really, really strong. And I'm very excited for this movie. I think this looks really cool. What do y'all think? It gave me big Brubaker Phillips vibes, so I'm all in. Oh, sure. I get that. Yeah. Yeah, it looks... I'm super excited about it. It's one of my most anticipated ones of the year. Um, With Chris, uh, Kristen Stewart and Katie O'Brien. I should have mentioned that. Yeah. They look great. Yeah. Uh, this, I know. This it, looks so good. And this coming out March 8th. So this is very... Oh, wait. Yeah, March 8th. So that's two super weeks. Super soon. That's really cool. I'm I'm excited. I'm, I'm glad. It's been like... Uh, there's been a bunch of good horror trailers lately, which I'm very excited about. There's been a bunch of bad ones too, but I'm really looking forward to that one. Um, Agreed. Now, this last one um, kind of came out of nowhere. This new movie um, that I didn't even hear about 
called Late Night with the Devil, uh, and that is starring uh, what's his name, David Dashelmain. And uh huh, that's right. Um, and <laughs> this is uh coming from uh, Entertainment Weekly shared the uh, teaser trailer for this movie, um, and the tagline is on halloween night 1977 america gathered around for a live tv event that shocked a nation what happened was real what you're about to see is the recently discovered master tape of what went to air that night and what you get is a apparently the the story of a a fake documentary thing of uh or a fake uh you know found footage of where the devil shows up and possesses somebody on a late night talk show in 1977 and I thought the trailer was really cool. It has a, that has an awesome description, and so okay. I'll also say before I ask uh, the, the group here. So Stephen King tweeted about it, um, which is how I heard about it. He tweeted oh, about it's bad. it. Well, no. So that's what I'm going to say. So Stephen King will put over his own properties, which you can't trust those reviews at all. He'll tell everything that is adapted to Stephen King work. He says is good. You, that you can't not you cannot trust. However. He has never steered me wrong with a wreck of something he had nothing to do with. Um, like he recommended Raw. Uh, that's how I heard about that Julia Ducourneau movie and you know, other things like that. And he got a screener copy of this and said it was impossible to put down, absolutely brilliant. Not impossible to put down. Um, he said, Yeah, he said it was absolutely brilliant. Uh, impossible to turn off. And what did y'all think of this little teaser? I thought it looked really good. Um I'm like, I, I feel like this is a trend, this live retro live recording scary moment thing with like and like I'm like wondering if Joker started it. Uh but oh, no. regard yeah. regardless, <laughs> it, it looks really good. Um I like I like the main actor. What's his name? David Dashelman. Uh, yeah. Random. I was set up That's not for it. some event. It's close enough. Something like that. I was set up for some event and someone came up to the booth and was like He's my brother. I can get him for a signing at your store. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and I gave them the information. I never heard back from them. I guess he wasn't interested. Wow. Rude. Turns out he doesn't have a comic that he's putting out. But <laughs> when he does, we'll be there. He's, he's got Houston relatives. So, so but, but Dylan, I, like, I will I give you. Him, so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll give you the, <laughs> the bad news here. So it's going to uh-huh. be released theatrically, um, limitedly, uh, March 22nd, Great. and then go on a shutter. Yeah, I had the Shutter logo on the trailer, so I'll so, be able to watch it. <laughs> well, so well then, as a fellow Shutter subscriber, you know that like, if it's straight to Shutter, that is not necessarily a mark of quality. It's not, but this movie looks like the X. Ex- uh, first of all, it's a '70s throwback, and I will always go for a '70s throwback. I'll give it a shot, see what happens. Uh, but it also, it's like Network meets The Exorcist, and I <laughs> want to see what that ha- how that happens. I want that, so let's yeah. go for it. <laughs> I think it looks super cool, and I'm really excited for it and we'll probably end up reviewing this when it comes out as long as there's nothing else conflicting because i think this looks awesome um but anyway um that's all my news so let's hear about those tabletop events now it's time to give you the rundown on all of the awesome upcoming tabletop events for the month of july all exact dates and formats can be found on our discord server Kicking it off with Keyforge, we run two events a month at our Clear Lake location from 7pm till around 9. Keyforge is the perfect game for casual and hardcore card game players. We also love our role-playing games. Once a month at our Clear Lake store, we host an in-store one-shot RPG for players of all skill levels. Players don't need to bring anything. All play materials, dice, pencils, and character sheets will be provided. There is no entry fee, however we do ask that you make a purchase of any size from the gaming department on the day of the event. Seats are very limited, and sign-ups are only open for about three weeks before the event. And of course, I can't forget about Paint Club. Every month we get together and paint some tabletop RPG miniatures. These events are for painters of all skill levels, including none. These events occur at Arcady and Clear Lake locations. We'll see you at the game tables. And we are back, and we're going to talk about Madam Web, uh, the new film from Sony um, and tangentially Marvel, I suppose. Um, anyway, uh, last one in association first, with Marvel. In association with Marvel Pictures. In association, Marvel Studios. Um, 
spoiler warning if you care about um knowing intricate details of the plot quote unquote um turn back now that's your warning all right um all right how's everybody's excitement for this movie that's how we always start these things what was your excitement levels like because i can i can tell you how mine was mine was was like mine was like a roller coaster so i went from absolutely dreading it and not wanting to see this stupid looking movie right like this movie looks terrible it looks like craven you know which isn't out yet but this you know we're same boat here um like this looks like morbius i don't want to see this and then the reviews and everything started coming out and apparently it's Mimi and like so bad that it's like being compared to the room it has tommy wiseau level dialogue etc cetera, etc cetera. you know um so i then i just got super excited for it i want dylan yeah. to go first to, to talk about this i've been miss webb's <laughs> Biggest champion for a while. Um, I, well, I can does tell, connect us all. I can tell what's my my biggest my only movie skill is I can tell when something's going to be so bad it's good. Like I'm two for two with Argyle and Madam Web this mm-hmm. month. So well, argue it's it's well you could argue mm-hmm. that Argyle is not good, which I would also agree with. But um, I I could tell pretty early on. So I've been very excited for this movie for a while, and we got like a big group together and like i am jealous all these people of that. who all these people who don't go to movies suddenly like 13 people showed up for this i'm like what are we doing here why madam web i think i think the memification like we, we couldn't it, we know? couldn't get y'all to come out for you know like something. everything ever all at once but they'll go to madam web like what's happening what are <laughs> right. we doing here That's but, yeah, I, I was very hyped what about you nick um, I have heard from Dylan every day at work. Hey, are you going to see Madam Web for the past two and a half, three months or so? Since, since you've been like, at Westheimer. Uh, I, well, I, no, since I've been at Westheimer, so sorry, like four months now. Yeah. Uh, every day, just like, hey, you going to see Madam Web? And I was like, no. And he says, it would have been longer. It does. <laughs> would have been? And it did. Okay, sure. A, a, a very long time. Every day. Siri, her web connects us all, Nick. Are you going to see it? And it does. Yeah, to be honest, he, 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 uh, I, I felt super ambivalent because I just remember her as the tarot lady from the cartoon that always uh, bothered me as a kid. Sure. That's all I, that's all I got with her. Uh, and then, now they're making a movie, and I was super ambivalent. And then I got Dylan's her web connects us all nonsense every day, and I was like, you know what, I'm going to do it. I'm going to see this movie in IMAX. Sometimes bullying works. That's right. Sometimes, you, sometimes bullying works. Yes. Did you see it with the big group, Nick, or did you see it on your own? Yeah, I uh, I saw it with uh, with Dylan and some of the Westheimer cats and some nice. couple more buddies. So yeah, yeah, because I because I saw it on my own on Monday. Um, well, like so, well into the life cycle of the movie, probably towards the tail end of the life cycle of the movie, but I saw it. That's so experience. regular listeners will know, I'm I am king of the three in the afternoon, Monday or Thursday showtime. That's like my jam. Um, but however this time i did not seven o'clock you know on the dot prime time time, baby but tell me why on a monday though on a monday but tell me (laughs) why when i walked into that theater five minutes ago it was just me baby (laughs) like it was rough um oh my god that's even lonely like you can't even make a friend right three people ended up coming in like as the movie was starting so like that's fine but there was nobody there it was dead ours wasn't much better it was at seven o'clock on friday and there were like but other than our group there were like a couple other groups and that was pretty much it maybe like like. three or four other groups yeah they they were in on it they knew what was up it wasn't opening weekend for a marvel movie level let's say that no all right so let's let's talk about this movie um i don't know how we review it do we review it straight we should have talked about this ahead of time. Do we review this like just a normal movie or nah? Is this, this, this transcends that. Okay, yeah. So this movie okay. is terrible. This movie's terrible. Yeah. Like <laughs> reserving all like just get that right out the gate. The movie's real bad. Everyone knows that. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean bad. it's so bad. But the thing is, so the my direct comparison is we reviewed Argyle a couple weeks ago. Or whatever that was, a month ago. I don't know, something like that. Um and I really disliked Argyle. Well, I, I didn't you, really dislike it. I just didn't. You shut up. I'm still trying to get Nick to watch it. You loved it. It was so oh, good. Nick, it was great. You already told yeah. me what he thought about it, Dylan. It's also on record. He could go listen. Yeah, um, no, like I, 
I say he like he's not even here. Um, But anyway, um, I didn't really love Argyle and Dylan really did. And we just had a big, you know, division on is this movie good or is it camp or is it bad? Now, this one, this one is objectively bad. This I this is bad, but it's so fun. I wish I'd seen it with a group of 13 people. That sounds incredible. Although yeah, I, feel like, I feel like you might've missed some of the, the, like the zinger dialogue though, with that, with that many people oh, laughing no. and hooting and hollering. There was a lot of laughing. Nick was yeah, laughing the, the hardest, I think. Everyone. <laughs> yeah. It was. Um, so I, I mean, do we just start with the problems? Okay. So it's, it's very, okay. I think the biggest problem with the movie, like the biggest altogether problem is the actor or or the character of Ezekiel? He's one so, of the problems. I think yeah. I, because he is so distracting, his presence is so distracting. Because he shoots her mom for no reason, and that bothered me the most. Oh, he wanted that spider. He waited his whole life to get that spider, and they both got the spider. Right? They got it. He got what he wanted, and then why he just shoots? All right, cool. Bye. You don't want to wait. He wanted um, it right now. But like. From a production standpoint, he was extremely distracting. His voice was very clearly recorded later. Um, and yeah, pasted, and he was dubbed. Yeah. Oh, oh his, he was dubbed. He was dubbed. And, yeah. and, and there was no attempt made to make it match in certain scenes. Um, and not just him. There were other people who had fine, I guess, performances who were just poorly dubbed and just their lines were changed or whatever. But he, the delivery and the performance. Now, granted, what was on the page wasn't much to work with. But ooh, we every time he spoke, I was like, "Who okayed this? This is unlistenable garbage." Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's like, remarkable, dude. There's nothing really. I was like racking my brain trying to think of nice things to say. Like, I think he is. I agree, he's the worst part of the movie. Um, if you had to like pick one single thing out, but like, I mean, there's a lot wrong they, with it. But but everything between like the script and the dialogue and the acting, the performances, like they're all like harmoniously work together to make like this beautiful picture that we got, you know. So I, I don't want to like something. single him out because a lot of people were bad. Oh, sure, yeah. I, I I can I can say something I thought was good about the movie. I think the ambulance chase was actually all right. I think when they're chase when they're driving the ambulance and uh, Ezekiel is jumping from car to car and they like shock the thing they shock the roof of the ambulance that was a, that was a neat idea i'd never seen that before oh yeah that, yeah that was a I, fun idea i, I thought that, yeah. and i thought that was well executed i mean as it well as the trailer though i forgot the trailers dylan oh okay and also um, it was just yeah, trying to hit him with a car for a second time well yeah sure but like i agree though it was successful i think it, that, it was sequence. i think that was the only sequence that like worked fully everything else like had some flash. sort of a problem with it I just like to flash forward with the the wayward spider teams all in like the costumes, and I was like, "Oh, that looks like a cool movie that I could watch one day, maybe." <laughs> That'd be cool that's if I could, could see think. costumes. If I if I could see oh, that, that's a nice that's a nice thing to say. I liked their costumes. I thought they were yeah, the cool again. That yeah. you see in flashbacks or yeah, and they visions. they barely flash showed forwards. them too. What a weird choice! Like it was like yeah. a lot of just face and like quick, well, they didn't like, have money for it shots. Money for what? To hold the camera still? I don't yeah. understand. Well, well, to make the CG costumes, you know? They fully made those costumes. Oh, they, and they looked good, and then they didn't show us. Like, you can... I don't know. It was That was that was a weird a weird part of it, but... Um, I don't know. This, it's hard to review this, like you said. It's it, more of, like, an autopsy than another thing, a review. I think... I understand it's, like, the core bit of the movie, but, like, the way it deals with repeating time... So if you're not familiar, oh um, Webb gets this stuff, she, stuff that starts happening to her and she starts like reliving an exact moment. Like we'll be watching the movie and then something horrible happens. Like, uh, you know, someone's gets shot or somebody falls out of a building or whatever. And then like, oh my God, that's horrible. And then it flashes back to 30 seconds ago or two minutes ago. And she's like, oh, what's going on? You know, so she's seeing the future. I feel like that was so poorly done and so obnoxious. And it just added to the runtime. Every time it happened, I was like, can we just not do this again? Do we really need to retread this scene? It's that frustrating moment in movies where they they, wake up and it was all a dream, but like 10 times, you know? Right. (laughs) That that was like another five. The most atrocious. 
Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's like, oh, the Wayward Spider teens are are dead. And I was like, oh great, we're gonna get back to the start of the diner now. <laughs> Love it. I like that that she had like wind each time she had a vision though. That was cool. Sure. What do you mean? Like her hair was blowing every oh, time yeah, yeah. she I didn't notice that. Time, like even the hotel room was like full wind on her, like wind machine. I was like, that's that's a choice. But like, the, what's her the flashing back didn't say. even it didn't even like chronologically make sense sometimes. Like No, it yeah. didn't. Her especially the diner part where she had to get back to the diner in the car. It, it didn't make it or like yeah, yeah, I didn't I and didn't Toxic understand was the playing rules. the entire time and Toxic isn't that long. And and like <laughs> But get it? He's toxic. I, just... I get it because of the venom. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, venom, spiders. I thought that was clever. It's um, a little on the nose. <laughs> just a little. And like the, little. The, the newspaper with her what, about the them being missing like two hours after they took their road trip. That didn't make sense to me either. There's just like a lot of weird little like I hate when people pick apart like cinema sins. Like I feel like that kind of ruined watching movies for some people. But there was just a lot of that, and it was really egregious. Like yeah. th- things I, that you would think would be really easy to catch. So the movie takes place in two thousand three, right? Yes. I right also here. take umbrage with the use of the word hangry. Because yeah, I, that wasn't in the as, lexicon. As a thirty eight year old man, I can tell you, <laughs> we weren't saying hangry in two thousand and three. That wasn't a thing. It's like yeah. it's like um this is a really stupid and deep poll and I'm sorry but uh on the paranormal activity movie that was set in the 80s um it came out the same year as that Clash of the Titans movie where everybody was saying release the kraken remember that Yes uh-huh. okay the character in the 80s movie is like release the kraken in the in the same method of Clash of the Titans memes like this doesn't make any sense this is taking me right out of the movie it's you this is wrong Somebody didn't do your research. Nobody said hangry. I hate that too, actually. I'm reading a book yeah. right now that's like set in space and it said they said Italian leather in it. And I was like, what the what is happening? In space? Yes. <laughs> Italian anyway. leather. <laughs> I, but <laughs> let's talk about the, the Spider-Man references or not or lack thereof. Oh, you, oh. you mean the Uncle Ben of it all? Uncle Ben. Ben Parker. Famous paramedic Ben Parker. Look, he's always who, been who that. an unnamed. Who has an unnamed, unseen uh, girlfriend? There, okay, so there were lots of parts where you it was. So we knew going into this that they took out about a bunch of Spider-Man references, and now it's like yes. so easy to tell what they took out. Like clearly, he was going to say it was it was May. May, right? Yeah. yeah. Clearly, the name of the baby was going to be revealed, but they were just like because they set it up the whole movie, and then they didn't reveal the baby name. But we know, just, I um, guess. We know. Um, his sister's pregnant, gonna give birth to a baby. <laughs> What's his name? Oh, they don't tell us. It, cut, it cuts away, and the baby's born. Miles. And it cuts away. It's Miles. <laughs> it's Miles. Um, um, my it, favorite Spider-Man reference was in the beginning when it's like the first scene where they're uh, Miss Webb and uh, or Cassie, I guess they're calling her, and and Ben are in the car, and she's like. You've never been shot at in Manhattan before. That's clearly like a foreshadowing to him getting brutally murdered later on. That's pretty cool. I liked that. In his own home. That was my favorite Spidey reference. Um, My favorite Spider reference is that no one would even like, what? That guy's, what is he, like some kind of a Spider-Man or something, you know? like. Uh, and no one said you're going to be an Uncle Ben. I know. I was really yeah. waiting for that. Well, but the- but they're like, you've got uncle vibes, Ben, or something like that. Like, remember that? He had to watch over the wayward spider teens and uh, they kept calling him uncle or whatever. You know, I was hoping so bad that the fortune cookie he opened said would say the, the line and he'd be like, huh, I'm going to have to save that for later or like something really stupid, you know? <laughs> they should have done that. I Okay. So it's, we just get that line in a different form. We did. We didn't get the. Yeah, um, we didn't get the um, the Amazon line from the trailer, though. They did cut that out. No. There were so many points I thought, could have said that. I thought she was going to say it at the baby shower because they were asking about her mom. And then I was like, they're going to say it. And I involved, she just said, oh, yeah, she did research or something. And then she stopped talking or whatever. And I involuntarily, and Dylan can attest to this, I just said, oh. And that was that. <laughs> that was my reaction. I was so let down by that. So Cassie's pretty bad at parties, right? Like, 
Absolutely. Um, okay. Is there a more egregious example of, I don't know, just put glasses on her. That'll make her look frumpy. What then Sydney yes. Sweeney, this movie, like, is there a more egregious oh, yes. example? This? this is the worst I've ever seen of like, you've got Sydney Sweeney dressed in like a cartoonishly sexy school person's outfit, school girl outfit, right? Yeah. High, knee yeah. high socks, short skirt, you know, the hair, the whole deal. But she's got glasses. Not on. problematic at all. <laughs> no, well, yeah, not right. Like set that aside, but just like on what planet am I supposed to think that she's not like the most popular person in school and that she's got some like, get out of here. Cause she's got glasses on. It's, it's very she's, Rachel Lee. She's ugly. Yeah. She's, she's so ugly. I hated all, how all the like, girls were her, like how wrinkly her shirt was. It was like not pressed. What was it? What was going on there? Well, cause she is, you know, she's got problems still. She's not popular. Yeah. And she said there was a line where she was talking about how she like knows how to fight. Um, right, because she's a Taekwondo. Oh my god, yeah. She didn't fight at all in the movie. I was like, why do we say that? Clearly, uh, they cut something out where she punched someone or something, well, right? I mean, well, the movie is very subtle with their foreshadowing. Like, do you remember the part? Uh, you might have forgotten where she teaches all the girls to do uh, chest compressions. DVR, yes. You remember? You remember? Remember that? They, they spit. Like, they spit. I don't know if you remember that scene. Long amount like, of time, but it was subtle really... and short. But I think I remember. It. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and also the other thing is like all three of these girls are supposed to be like outfit uh, outcasts and misfits and whatever, but they all look like influencers. <laughs> like, yes. And with the control. CPR scene, they could do it. They could each do it for like three seconds. I was like, why is their stamina so low? They're like, I got to trade out. I was like, You've after like four compressions, literally, it was crazy. <laughs> At least they had each other to take take over, though. Exactly. And they would need that skill later in the film. Oh god, spoilers. Um <laughs> so yeah, and then I guess the last thing is um how about Cassie's uh real D 3D glasses that she gets at the end of the movie uh when she uh loses her sight. Her she traditional can see now sight. better than ever before. Yes. Yeah, with her 3D glasses that she got at IMAX. And she can look outside that tastefully okay. designed okay. window every but though, day. If they if they if they did release 3D glasses for this movie, they would look identical to that, though, right? Like, that's just yeah. what they look like. They should have done that. And she had Even the most expensive-looking wheelchair I've ever seen. Like, what? Why are you hovering? She's Madame Web, duh. Okay. Yeah, Madame okay, Web. Okay, I have forgot. The, canonically, she has an expensive-looking wheelchair. I just want to throw that. Well, out sure, there. Sorry. but like, this isn't that much further. Of, she was an EMT a month ago. <laughs> like, who's paying for this? She's she got this palatial see, apartment now. She can see lottery numbers, okay? Oh. She, oh. Okay, yeah. That's oh, how yeah, she bought it. that Birds of Prey clock tower at the end. Um, I, I assume they stole Ezekiel's fortune. I, oh, yeah, maybe that. They stole his spider. Um, I Oh, yeah, I thought that spider was going to bite them, those girls, like the yeah. three spider girls, and it didn't. Yeah. Um, what? I also, like, it's weird to think about that, like, if that is Peter, that, like, like, Anya predates is like like all these spider characters like predate Peter Parker by a lot, which is crazy. It doesn't make sense to me yeah, either. I don't, I don't um, and I forgot that she I I forgot that I was watching Madam Web at the end, and like when it was revealed that she's now in a wheelchair, I was like, oh yeah, like I didn't get that from her falling into the water that she lost the use of her lost legs. the use of her, yeah, yeah. I didn't get. Did you get that from that? Like, Not remotely. I saw that. I she also was don't blinded. know why. I don't. I mean, I understood she was blinded because they showed me her eyes multiple times. But like, I also don't know why she was blinded. I don't know what. There's like a spark the in the water from the oh, side that, from the oh, Pepsi yeah, Cola sign. Oh, oh, was Pepsi a sponsor? I didn't. I, maybe I didn't. Did know Pepsi that. defeat the main villain of this movie? Well, Pepsi defeats all villains, Dylan, especially yes. Thirst. Anyway, let's review. Let's That's let's, a let's drop this movie. I know. <laughs> Um, like they could have at, in that last scene, like the big action scene, they could have had her like drinking a Pepsi, dodging oh. things like in a cool way, like really like using her future predicting power as well. And no, she's she, kind of like crawled. She picked along up the... a no, she picked up a rock and like deflected stuff. You know, yeah, she she picked up a rock like a cap shield. Or I'm a piece just saying of you building. could get it's, you could get so creative with that mechanic that, I feel that like scene was scene. almost cool like that like chase scene up on the or not the chase scene but like the what? bits where they're 
where they're dodging all the stuff. It was, it could have been cool. Like where they're trying to get to the helicopter and they can't like, I could have, I can see a cool idea in there. They just didn't the, get on the screen. Like if the building itself was an actual literal fireworks factory, then I feel like that could have been cool. Yeah. That'd have been rad. I don't know. I don't know. No, it's bad. Um, movie's bad. All right. The movie's bad. So now I also had a great time. This is one of those Absolutely. bad movies that I will watch again. This is this is a hoot. Um, Do you so think are we going to get like some one? boutique Blu-ray release in thirty years or something like that on the Criterion Collection? Yeah, <laughs> I think <laughs> give we will. me my Madam Web Criterion. Um, no, it'd be more of an Arrow release, I think. Oh yeah, this is definitely Arrow. Vinegar Syndrome would never. <laughs> I would um, go to if it ever actually reopens the River Oaks Midnight showing of this in like oh, yeah. ten years or something with, yeah, with yeah, a I group of that. sixty yeah. people who all want to go see this. Absolutely. Yes. Cool. All right, well, let's review this thing. All right, so if you're unfamiliar, does anyone else have anything they want to say about this movie that they're dying to get off their chest? Go see it. You it's should. Amazing. It is. It, it is. It is terrible. If you can see it with friends, do it. Otherwise, uh, please see it with your friends. <laughs> yeah, I could. I could. I could tell that immediately. Like, oh man, this is probably way better with a group. Yeah, please. I I implore you to see it with your friends. Yeah. Or you can make a couple of friends when you see it. Because yeah, book book a seat right next to someone else. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. Be like we're in this together, you and me. Let's go. That's unhinged behavior. Her web connects us all if they ask why you sat there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. So if you're unfamiliar, we rate movies uh zero to five. Well, zero point five to five. That is the letterbox scale. I debated between a zero point five and a one myself. But then I realized I only have one movie rated 0.5, and that is Birdemic, which is incomprehensible and a mess. And so I've determined that to get a star, you have to be coherent. And Madam Webb was coherent. I can follow it. I was never confused. Mm-hmm. So one mm-hmm. star. Um, I also gave it one star, and I think that star was just for the fact that it looked nice visually the movie um the effects were bad but like i mean the lighting and, and set design there were bits of it that looked, looked okay yeah so it didn't look horrible if someone told you a screen grab you wouldn't know it's like one of the worst movies ever made so that's what my one star is for by a major but, studio but it's a one star with a parenthetical five stars if that makes sense you know oh absolutely like, it's, it's a five star but it's one it's star a, it's a one star but you click the like button right <laughs> like yes. exactly but I don't think this one was trying to be bad like Argyle was, so I'm not going to give it more stars. Right. Nick? Uh, I would give it a star and a half. Uh, wow. Like it's, it's, it's not going out of its way to, like, attack so anybody it. in the audience. You know, it, like, anybody could see it and be like, okay, whatever, this sucks. Right. It, uh, it, it does have, uh, like, the cinematography is pretty good sometimes. Uh, I believe he won a, I believe the cinematographer won an Academy Award, believe it or not. Good for him. For Avatar. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and uh huh. I it's just a fun time to see it with your friends. So, like I would do a star and a half, and then the review just says go see it with <laughs> friends. The reason I agree. The reason I want to like reward it with more too, as none of us did, is like I'm scared, not to end on like a downer note, but I'm scared that this is gonna be like the electric catwoman era of the Marvels and Madam Web of like we'll never see another female superhero movie. Right. Like studio. Not that that's what should happen, but I feel like some dumb studio execs will be like, well, we tried movie. a girl movie and yeah. no one liked well, it. So as yeah. if that's the issue with the movie. <laughs> well, it, I mean, it is one of those movies that's like so bad that I feel like in about 20, 25 years, there's going to be a lot of, there's going to be a whole generation of people that are going to say, this movie's good, actually. Right. It's so like the that. Star Wars prequels. Yeah. It's like all the people now that are like, oh, they're actually good. Like, they're not. You're just, you're just like, like the memes. Them. Yeah. Hello there. Hopefully this this finds an audience on Netflix. (laughs) Hopefully. Anyway, (laughs) that's going to do it for us this week. Nick, thank you so much for uh, joining us, man. I really appreciate you coming on. Anytime. Thanks for having me. I needed to talk about it because I heard so much about it. Absolutely. But anyway, thank you all so much for downloading us. We really appreciate all the support. Bye, everyone. This is Dylan. And I'm Michael. We'll see you next time. Thanks for sticking around for the mid-credits. We can tell you've been trained well. If you want to help us out, please go over to iTunes and leave us a five-star review. It'll really help new people find the show, 
and it will help us to get Rotten Tomatoes verified so we can start affecting those rankings. Then, check out our socials. We're BRC Uncanny on Twitter, Uncanny Universe on Facebook and Instagram. We'll see you online.